Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. Hello, beautiful humans, lovely people, beauties of the world. Welcome to episode 10 of Lift It Listens. Crazy we're at double digits. Absurd. I remember when I was so stoked the year I turned 10 because of the concept of double digits. But anyways, I hope everyone is doing really well. Thank you for coming back and listening to another epi. This, I think, is going to be a good one as well, and I'm excited to share it with you. I'm kind of feeling... Here's the situation. Let me preface. I outlined this episode yesterday. I was feeling super juiced. It was right there in the front of my mind. Then I had a change of plans, which this is all going to be explained in my vlog on my YouTube channel, Atlifit, that's coming out the day after you see this on Tuesday. So now here I am the next day filming this. So I feel like I'm just like having a weird little disconnect right now. I also did go out last night. Believe it or not, Lifit hit the streets. <laughs> Lift it in fact did hit the streets last night so I'm feeling I was like so juiced up this morning again this is all gonna be on the vlog I like was actually super productive did my things laundry cleaned whole nine yards now it's noon and I'm already crashing so we're gonna really dig deep and keep keep moving forward but that's kind of where I'm at but I'm kind of interested to see how this episode's gonna go without me being like so energized and juiced up because I feel like when I'm energized and juiced up and also talking about something I'm passionate about sometimes my words come across as very stern so I'm interesting to see what the vibe is gonna be for this one maybe I will come back to life when we get into the heat of the conversation maybe I'm just gonna be maxing like this which also by the way when I say maxing that I shorten from saying maxin relaxin. So maxin is my word of saying like I'm just straight chilling, vibing, hanging out. Just to preface that as well. So for my gratitude, again, I wrote this yesterday and it's actually still really fitting. But for what I'm grateful for today, but I also added an element like this morning of like what else I'm thankful for. So honestly, I wrote down here, I'm thankful for play. And because yesterday morning I was so juiced up and I just was like, it was one of those mornings when I had like a really good spiritual morning at the house to myself. I was dancing around the house and it just was like really great. It put me in such a great mood. Like I, my energy was through the roof. My vibration was touching the cosmos and it just was like really great and I loved it and so I'm just thankful for play and like for dancing and laughter and like youthful nature and like for the inner child which I feel like some I feel like as we get older people just like are so willing to just let that thing slip away when like I think that's such a special part of life is like still having that inner child and cultivating that youthful nature and like not feeling like you need to ice that out like I don't know I feel like I even now again I'm only 22 but like even from you know people that I knew in college to like we're kind of reconnecting with them and speaking with them again or like even like my exes not to get like too personal but like and then I'll talk to them again now and I'm like I don't know if it's because you like don't you know you don't feel safe or comfortable to be your authentic self or if it's just true that you just I just am saying I feel like I've seen these people like harden and just like you lose their like youthful nature over the years and I just am like, why do we lose that? I'm not even trying to come at them. I just feel like society as a whole, we tend to like lose that like 
when we're caught up in the workplace and with stress and like with all the different things that come with adulting and all that stuff. And I just I'm like, I don't ever want to lose that, that youthful nature. So that's something that I'm really thankful for today. And I also have two really random things that I feel like saying that have nothing to do with the episode. But like I said, this is just going to be a chatty podcast episode today. But the other day, this was actually Friday night, I was like looking at my old TikToks for whatever reason. And like, I had such an out of body experience. Like for some reason, I don't know if it's because I like was really, you know, consistent on TikTok and then took like months off, like few month hiatus that now looking back it seems so weird but like guys I'm telling you when I was looking at these old TikToks like they're only a few months old like from the summer but like I felt like I was looking at videos of me from like years past like at least last summer like a whole year ago at the very least and I was like this is only a few months ago like why do I seem like an infant why does this seem so different than like I don't know why I just felt like so disconnected from that person in there and I don't know if that's like a symbol of growth a sign of growth and like involvement I have no freaking clue but I just had to share that because I just was like what is going on like there I don't I hate using the word cringe because like I feel like that's like disrespectful to my past self but like I just felt unaligned with the stuff I don't know with how I was showing up on that video I don't know why for whatever the case may be I just it beats me but I just was like flabbergasted when I was looking at those back and then also because I also asked on my Instagram, which follow me on Instagram if you don't already, it's at LaFit, but I'm sure a lot of you guys are coming from there in the first place. But I asked you guys just for some guidance on what you guys wanted to see on my platforms. And you guys wanted to hear more like spiritual stories and stuff on here, which like I'm so down for, again, like within my zone of comfortability, because I do think my spirituality is such like an intimate practice to me that I hold near and dear to my heart that I don't really feel the need to like put on a pedestal right now or like put on for show. But I will say... Friday night when I woke up Saturday I had a really crazy dream and it actually was like very spiritual and I just kind of wanted to share it to like inspire you guys to like just like pay attention to your dreams and like spread awareness to like don't be afraid to like look into your dreams a little bit more but basically a whole dream was like a whole fiasco of things but the biggest like symbolism was that I dreamt of there was a white snake in the dream and that's like a big thing that I've noticed noticed like with in terms of my spiritual path like the universe really communicates with me through like angel numbers and animals like for sure I feel like those are like the two big ways that it communicates with me so when I like dream about like an a certain animal that's kind of not your average Joe like a dog like for me that's like a huge sign that it was like some sort of message from the higher realm from the 5d or like the universe is trying to tell me something or like give me some sort of message and so when I woke up that was like a very distinct thing like I was because when I wake up and I know that I dreamt I kind of will try to like as I'm waking up will like kind of rerun the dream in my head so I kind of can remember it a little bit and I realized I was like wait holy shit there was a white fucking snake sorry in the in there and I was like I've never dreamt of a white snake before like that's kind of different and so I looked it up and there's actually a lot of different meanings and it actually was like a like it ended up kind of being a decently spiritual dream so since it's a white snake the color is white the white obviously symbolizes like purity heaven and like positivity and like um like light in a way and so there's a few different meanings and one was that it was it could be protection because it's like because then also a snake kind of symbolizes like you know snaky forces snaky energy like kind of darker energy so since it was a white snake one of the meanings said that it could be like a negative 
negative forces are kind of hindering or blocking the positive energy my positive energy or they're trying to like take my positive energy away or they're kind of polluting my positive energy which I thought that was interesting because also I had a friend in the beginning of the dream before the white snake showed up like it just was like really interesting and then also before I even had looked up what the white snake meant I was really I was like doing my card pulls and stuff like after I meditated that morning and I was really drawn to amethyst and I was holding it and I usually like that's a stone I really don't touch a lot like I don't hold a lot and I was like holding it as I was doing my reading and I realized I looked at my hand I was like oh wait I'm like holding amethyst for some reason like that's weird I'm being drawn to amethyst and amethyst is all about like protection and so I couldn't help but link the two of being like there may be some negative forces that are kind of inhibiting or like trying to I hate I don't want to make this sound so negative but kind of just like I just it just was crazy because I felt like the amethyst was saying for me to like protect my energy or like I'm being protected by my angels or by the universe by the like from these negative forces that whole sort of thing so I thought that was a crazy tie um another meaning was that it said that like God could be trying to talk to me or like could clearly communicate a message to me which I thought was interesting another one which I loved was that um it symbolizes like positive new beginnings happening in your life, which I think is really interesting to be dreaming that like before, you know, in the very beginning of the year of 2020. So that was super interesting. And it also could mean that like good fortune is coming my way as well. So I just kind of wanted to share that because I realized like that was a really spiritual dream. And I have had spiritual dreams previously um, with like a black bear running through and like um, elk, I think it was. I can't remember the actual animal now. I'm pretty sure it was elk. I want to say or something of the sorts and like that actually had a super spiritual meaning as well and there's like a tribe in the dream so like I don't know I'm kind of derailing but like I just wanted to share that experience because I did think it was really cool and don't be afraid to like really look into your dreams because we go to the cosmos when we dream and things are trying to be communicated with us and I feel like it really like if you listen, it really can be your higher self like communicating things to you or like the universe sending you signs or signals or kind of a heads up for things that are coming or just like trying to it also shows like kind of where you are energetically vibrationally that whole sort of thing so I don't know it was super interesting but so for this episode it's not really a super spiritual episode by any means but an episode that really stabilized my self-worth um and self-love and moods I guess you can say that has been super super powerful for me so this actually came about again like I said from that Instagram thing that I put up to ask you guys like what you guys kind of wanted to hear in this podcast and some girl wrote how to not define yourself through grades and external validation and that made me think because I actually like I really thought of this message heavily like honestly maybe a month or two ago now it kind of was a while ago I was talking to my dad about it um about basically how like we cannot keep placing our identity in external factors and seeing that message that she sent in really reminded me of that whole thing and I wrote a whole Instagram caption on it that I want to read to you guys right now to kind of introduce um, this topic I guess a little bit more and then of course we're going to elaborate on it you know the drill and I actually really freaking love this caption so this was two months ago yeah a little bit over two months ago so I said stop placing your identity outside of yourself it's so common and easy honestly to put who we think we are our worth our happiness our self-love our purpose our meaning in the hands of external factors, people, hobbies, appearances, or situations. We finally feel beautiful when someone else tells us so. We finally feel worthy once we accomplish that thing. 
We finally feel fulfilled when we do that activity. We finally feel happy when we buy that item. What's the problem with this? It makes our self-worth, happiness, purpose, and self-love fleeting. It puts all of those things in a position that isn't guaranteed, that can be stripped away. And most often, more than anything, it's temporary gratification until we encounter another external experience that now challenges those things in a negative way, making us fearful of judgment and opposing opinions. Cultivating those feelings from the inside out, placing our identity within, is when you take your power back. It's when you decide who you are and your feelings of worth, fulfillment, happiness, self-love, etc., Your mind is the only space you're guaranteed as long as you have a pulse on this earth. It's imperative to be intentional with that space and create as much inner peace as possible. So no matter what's taken away from you, your career, your mobility, your external validation, your sense of self is unwavering. That is just such a powerful caption. And like I said, that was two months ago. I haven't read that thoroughly through until now. That right there is concisely what I'm about to take you through in this episode. I covered all of the bases there. I want to say like this is honestly something that I actually learned through my fitness journey is how this kind of initial realization came about. And it kind of came from the fact like, if you guys don't know, like the background, like I initially got into fitness because I was really self-conscious with the way that I looked. And so I just wanted to change my physical appearance like genuinely that was my main motive didn't really care much about like improving my health because I was raised in a healthy manner so it just wasn't like I don't know I just wanted to change my physique like that was my main goal and I found myself as I kept trying to hone in and hone in on hone in like in that fitness journey of like improving and going a little bit deeper digging deeper going a little bit more within like trying to kind of like refine and perfect that kind of um involvement as a person like in my fitness journey as like you know getting better with my nutrition getting better on my routines getting better in my workouts like as I kept diving more inward and trying to like perfect it all it made me always like zoom in a little bit more further and further and further And like, I guess the initial realization was like the moment where I had been working out very hard for like two, two and a half years. And I got to a point where I was so unhappy and unconfident with the way that I looked with my physique, with everything. Like I felt stripped of my identity. I, I truly did. I didn't know who I was anymore. I didn't know where my worth lied. I didn't know how to love myself because I wasn't, again, I speak on this lightly because I don't want to make someone feel some type of way like I'm very well aware I was not overweight but in the moment I saw myself I wasn't used to having even a little bit of excess body fat because I was always stick thin so like my identity was kind of lost when I was thicker and had more muscle and just was overall bigger than I was used to which of course I wanted at first but you know that's a story for a different day I felt like lost like I said like I didn't know who I was I didn't know how to love myself I didn't know how to I I I just felt the most disconnected for myself that I ever had because I didn't have that sense of self of me always being the fit girl with the abs and, you know, the the athletic girl who was always in shape, like who, you know, was always kind of confident. Like I was kind of always inherently just confident in myself and in my body. And I didn't feel that way. I didn't have my appearance to make me feel safe, to fall back on as like my security blanket. And when I didn't have that, I felt like just completely lost and that was kind of the first thing where I was like whoa okay like something how do I fix this because I'm placing way too much of my 
worth in like my outside appearance that's when it kind of hit me where I'm like why am I placing so much of like how I see myself in something that lies outside of who I am so that's kind of like the first like little thing that like kind of sparked this again that was like years ago now like three years ago now and over time it's kind of grown and I've seen to like that concept that theory in my head that thought has continued to evolve as I've been you know growing as a person and like becoming more familiar and aware of other life experiences and things that we tend to place our identity in and the thing is like with my fitness journey again I don't know if this is going to make sense because I always have a hard time explaining it but it makes sense in my head but like for example like when I first started weight training I felt like oh I'm doing xyz like I'm healthy this is as much as I need to do then as I learned more about fitness I was like oh actually I need to include this also in my regimen because I learned more about this then as I learned again more about fitness I'm like okay I need to also include this aspect because there's it there's more I mean I'm in it deeper now I know more information then it was like okay wait so now this is all fitness but what about my actual physiological health that doesn't have to do with my physique and body fat percentage of body composition I kept honing in that way so I'd have to go in deeper that sort of thing and as I kept going then I eventually hit a wall where I was like I'm doing everything right and I still feel shitty why because my mental space wasn't there I wasn't taking care of my mental space so I kept honing and honing in and say okay I need to be journaling. I need to do meditation. I need to focus on self-love. I need to focus on, you know, cultivating the view of myself from within. And that doesn't depend on how frequently I'm hitting the gym, how consistent I am with my nutrition, what my body looks like, how much body fat I have in my body, all that sort of stuff. And I learned like for me, like I just feel like I want to live my goal in life is to kind of get to a place of one of my goals in life is to get to a place where of like the most stable place that I can get in terms of self-love, self-worth, value, um, inner peace, finding that state of bliss. And I found that like when I kept trying to depend all of those factors on these external things like I listed previously, I realized like I was just a fraud, like I was living a lie. And like, I don't know if anyone's going to agree with me or like resonate with this because I know there's plenty of people who don't care really internally where they're truly at as long as they look a certain way and outside and are presenting themselves in a certain way that's enough for them to kind of be able to put up with their inner hell because as long as they look it on the outside like that's just not me that's not I don't resonate with that that's not how I want to live like to me when I was kind of feeling that way previously I was like I just feel like a fraud like that's not the truth that's not the honest answer like I'm just a fake And so kind of realizing that really that kind of is what propelled me to kind of keep furthering into that journey of like keep diving deeper and deeper and deeper to who I am, to finding that true inner peace and true genuine happiness and joy. Because like I said, in the beginning, very beginning of my fitness journey, I thought changing my physique and my outside appearance is what was what was going to give me that self-worth, self-love, inner peace, all the things I'd been searching for. And like, that's like what I'm trying to say. Like when I was doing that, I was just living a lie. I was a fake. I was a fraud. I was pretending like I was, you know not but just you know what I mean like I wasn't doing anything to fix it in the beginning so I felt like okay like this should be enough to make me feel those things if I just get to a place where I'm quote-unquote happy with my physique which really honestly never happens and that's what really allowed me to continue to like just dive deeper into the whole thing and keep peeling back those layers of the onion until I truly am found the most foundational core place where you do genuinely truly cultivate happiness joy inner peace etc and so kind of like I was saying in the caption like when I say stop placing your identity outside of yourself like if you actually think about how many things we depend we we like depend our mood on our self-worth or validation it's absurd and 
for like because it's not just the way you look I'm talking about when someone gives you a compliment you're like okay if someone's like you if they say oh I like your outfit you're like okay sweet like I like my outfit now today because someone said I got that validation from someone or if someone's like oh you did a really awesome job with your work today like that was great you're like okay now I feel good about my work because someone else told me so someone said oh my gosh you look so pretty now I finally feel pretty and beautiful because someone else said it or even like on the con not even about yourself but like the same thing like people and again it's a hard time topic for me to fully dive into because it's like I'm so passionate about a lot of things that do genuinely give me so much joy and I do think that they're an extension of our soul and our soul's purpose and that's why we truly do love these passions and hobbies that we have but at the end of the day they're still not guaranteed and that's my whole point with this whole episode which I'm going to get into but even if you like for example if I you know if you for whatever reason can't I don't have the privilege to pursue your same hobby or passion that you wanted to in the past, you would feel completely stripped of your identity. Like think of these pro athletes who their whole life is playing football and they get hurt and they can't continue out their season and they're just completely in a hole of depression because that's what their identity was. They're like, I am an NFL football player. And that's like the problem just with every, all of this is what I'm trying to say is because all of these external things that we constantly place our identity in, again, whether what this girl said with your grades, you're like, oh, I finally got good grades this semester that means I'm actually smart because I'm dependent on that sort of thing it's like all of these things are fleeting they're not guaranteed they can be taken away from you they're not that's what I said in the caption too like the only space you're guaranteed in this lifetime is you yourself your mind your heart and your spirit and your soul that's the only thing that can't be stripped away from you and that's something I learned as well when I'm talking about like kind of peeling back the layers of the onion and pulling back there's more curtains to pull back when I kept trying to like cultivate the most um strong foundational core of who I am that I was like you know what someone can't take away from me is my headspace someone could take me out of this beautiful peaceful home put me in an awful living situation but I'll still have my state of mind I'll still have that inner peace that I cultivated from within I'll still have my own home of my mind that can't be taken away that can't be polluted unless I'm the one that chooses to pollute it myself by taking in someone else's thought and changing my thoughts and course of action etc. And so that's why I feel so passionate about this is just because like I just have learned that like even again I guess we're just going to get right into the examples like when I broke my wrist I couldn't work out like I used to and I could have completely crumbled right and been like this is who I am. This is what I do for work. I, I don't like to classify myself as a fitness influencer but a lot of people do. You know like I could have said like I'm a fitness influencer I'm a content creator this is what I do I I work out I'm a fit girl that's my identity like I go to the gym that's my hobby that gives me so much joy and peace and it would have crumbled me and like like I'm saying I would just want a strong foundation of a human being like if I didn't create this strong foundations by you know cultivating my own identity from within I would have absolutely crumbled from breaking my wrist which I don't want to like toot my own horn but I am proud of myself from the way that I responded and I wasn't me trying to act a certain way like I genuinely still felt okay inside I still felt peace inside even when I broke my wrist and I knew I wasn't able to be working out to the same intensity and that like just all that sort of thing And like, on the contrary, this is something that I talk about, like with my dad a lot is like, my dad is someone who loves to be active. Like that's where I get my whole, that's why I love working out because that's how we were raised. That's why I love doing all my active hobbies because that's the person he is. He loves being active. He loves just living life and living the thrill of life. And like, I try to talk to him now because like he's well like previously he's gotten hurt and he hasn't been able to ski. He loves skiing and he wasn't able to ski in the past. And like, again, he was so 
down. And I don't know about anyone else, but like that scares me to be that dependent on anything, whether it's freaking coffee, a drug, alcohol, another person, a hobby, a look, an item. I do not like the thought of being that dependent on something that's like that is where I'm sourcing my happiness. I've always been that way. That literally was previously why I would never use skincare or hair care because I didn't want to feel like I always was like, well, what am I going to do? Like then I'm going to want it all the time and I'm going to be like, oh, now I don't have it. I want it. Like I that's how extreme it was. Like I just did not want to be dependent on anything or anyone. And that's like also a big thing with this whole like looping back to this whole identity thing. Like I do not want my sense of self, my self-love, my inner peace, my joy, my mood to be that in the hands of something else that lies outside of myself. And I've been trying to tell my dad that kind of like you can't be so fragile and, you know, be so much of the effect of a certain cause. Like you need to be your own cause and your own effect and, you know, not be so I just kind of get worried, you know, like if he if something were to happen and then he can't whatever, da 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 da. It's just like I'm just using this as an example to just reiterate the fact that you need to find your peace, your happiness, your joy that doesn't lie in these external things, whether it's your hobby, your grades, your job, your accomplishments, anything. And because not only are they fleeting, right, that they can be taken away from us. But the kicker is that the reason why there's such an unstable way to live your life of being dependent on these external things is that the the opposite is always there kind of like this was talked about in the book literally called the book by alan watts which i talked about last episode about how everything has poles poles meaning like the poles of a magnet or like the north and south pole like there's opposites it's kind of what it means like that and how like every positive emotion has its equal opposite negative emotion and so it's the same thing like yes there's just like how I was saying how our sense of self and worth like depends on like we we have a good day if we've gotten compliments if we feel good if the scale is down if our clothes fit well if we did a good job on xyz and our boss complimented our work xyz those are all positive things right but it's like what do we do when we got negative response negative feedback pessimistic thoughts hateful words now freaking what that's my biggest thing too it's like it's so unstable in that regard too because it's like so now you're just completely going to depend on like if you don't feel like the way you look in the mirror so now that's going to impact your mood your boss didn't give you a like a props so now you feel like you did a shitty job it's like that's what's honestly I want to use the word scary about living that way like you're living so much in reaction response mode defense mode instead of living in offensive mode and saying I'm deciding my self-worth. I'm deciding how I see myself. I'm deciding how I view my body. I'm deciding to love my body and love myself. I'm deciding to be proud of my work because I know that I genuinely thoroughly put my best effort into my work. I know that my work was an expression of who I am, right? So it's like, that's kind of again going back to episode two I think it was of stepping into your power as well as like you need to be living in that offensive mode of saying like I decide my life and I'm done of having these external factors decide my literal state of being of approaching life and it's like these external things do not define us if you went to freaking Harvard if you were wicked smart and I'm not trying to say this to take away your accomplishments but it's just like 
those are just all things that you have been participating in, right? They're just all experiences that you have been participating in in this lifetime, not to take away your experience, your accomplishments and not to take away your failures. But those were just experiences that you were participating in. They're not who you actually are in this lifetime. You are your awareness, your consciousness, your 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 heartbeat, your, your spirit, your soul, your energy field, like how you show up, how you see the world, like you're being, that's who you are. I'm not Olivia Catania. I'm not a Penn State graduate. I'm not a content creator. Those are just labels, you know, of things that I have been, you know, embarking on in my, in this lifetime of, you know, phases that I've gone through in my life of my learning path of my journey, but it's not like who I actually am. And I think that people so get caught up in that as well, that they're like, I, especially like, this is actually a good thing to talk about too because again like I just graduated college a year ago like I had seen TikToks about how like what people don't like people say college is hard but people don't talk about how post how hard postgraduate life is and like that's so true I feel like when you kind of are like 25 ish or like even from my age 22 up to 30 it's kind of like your whole life you were in school taught like told what to do you knew what your life path was and you kind of get spit out and you're kind of like, okay, here I am. I can kind of do anything I really want because I'm out of the school system, I guess, right now. And like growing up, you you kind of were, at least for me, I don't want to speak on everyone, but like growing up, I was like, I'm Olivia. I'm, you know, I have three other siblings. I have div- I'm a person of divorced parents. I am someone who gets good grades in school. I'm athletic. I play sports. I am a, you know, teammate. I I'm a college student. I go to Penn State, right? So these were all things that like defined my identity of like who I was. And I feel like so many people do that as well, where they then like, then when they leave that space, they're like, who the hell am I? Because you're in a whole new space of life where you kind of can reinvent yourself because those things are officially in the past. Like you're not, you're not pursuing those things anymore. And so sometimes it's hard to feel like, well, who am I? How am I supposed to? Then, then you tend to you know, identify yourself with what job you are. Like, I'm an accountant. I'm a lawyer. I'm a painter. When, again, those still just aren't, they just aren't who you are. And we tend to latch on these labels of these identities of these classifications to make us feel safer, to put us in a category, to make us feel comfortable. When like, why can't we just let ourselves be? You know what I mean? Like, why can't we? And this is something, again, I'm kind of getting sidetracked, but like, I've been thinking about this recently as well. Like, because sometimes kind of even relating to this, we tend to also put ourselves in categories of being like, oh, I'm someone who doesn't like to go out. Oh, I'm a homebody. Oh, I just am kind of, I'm moody. Right. And it's kind of like, I've been more careful when I think about these attributes of myself where, yes, there's a fine line between awareness of, yes, this is how I act. This is self-awareness. I do tend to do these things, but that's, no, that's just what, they're just tendencies. They're just what you tend to do. They're not who you are at your core. And you for sure have the power an ability to shift those things, to evolve those things, to change those things, to kind of even change your personality, what you're about. You always have the opportunity to reinvent yourself at any single moment. You can always work on your weaknesses, on your faults, etc. You can you can choose to not be that certain way anymore. So I've kind of been careful with how I even define myself in that way, um, where it would kind of even limit my identity as well. Like because I f- kind of find that way when I talk about myself going out where I found I found myself recently getting a little bit too strict on like how I explain my social life I guess like of my desire to go out and drink and stuff and I'm kind of like I don't feel any need to put that boundary on myself anymore some days I feel like going out and doing it and drinking and some days I don't that doesn't need to mean that I am a homebody or that I don't like to drink or I don't go out it just kind of depends on my mood and where I'm at in that day in that you know moment and what I'm feeling and what I'm resonating with and I feel like that's also been a really freeing thing for me as well to kind of 
embody that as well. But like, I just feel like, cause again, also growing up, like I was definitely a very moody person and like, just even, I don't know, just even throughout college, like I just felt like I was unstable and I feel like a lot of us are. And I just feel like a big reason that our self-esteem, our self-love, our moods, all of that is so up and down and unstable and fluctuates all the time is because like I'm saying, we just keep putting it and basing it in unstable changing factors. Like the outside environment is not the only constant in life is change. And so when we're putting, when we're expecting to have like consistent good energy and high vibrational frequencies flowing through us and putting that deciding factor, that power in the hands of something that's constantly changing and, you know, not stable, like that's just inevitably going to cause us to be unstable ourselves, which like doesn't, make any sense like we feel fluffy one day and our mood and our self-worth is like immediately impacted and like I was the queen of that for sure like when I was super heavily like really invested into my physical appearance like if I didn't like the way I looked like I my mood was literally genuinely immediately impacted and it's just it's because we're allowing our mood to be dependent on these external things so I wanted to talk about how kind of I overcame this and really like I say with everything you guys probably want to punch me but like it's just true like truly every single thing I'm going to take this to the grave every single thing is mental scientifically you can look at this the way the mind works spiritually you can just look at this as well the way the mind works like there's just there's literal scientific facts about this and also more like I guess less tangible theories on it but like everything is mindset every single solitary thing is mindset and I just learned to really cut just again you guys know I'm big on affirmations but just like affirming it to myself and rewiring my thought patterns and my beliefs of how I truly see myself and kind of shifting when I noticed myself being dependent on an external thing and saying this does not define me this is not who I am I I am me I am the light I am the consciousness I am the awareness I am the experiencer experiencing the experience and so I guess I, I just learned that like I am truly deserving just because I am me not because someone told me I am not because my accomplishments said I am not because my body told me I am just because I am me because I have a pulse it's a birthright And I just worked on coming back to myself and like evolving who I truly am to become someone I'm truly proud of. And I know it sounds so cliche, but like this was also something I learned on from being learned from being cheated on genuinely that took kind of multiple years to kind of actually for me to fully practice and come into fruition with it. But like it truly is all about your heart, who you are, your personality, like your being, like what you're doing for this earth, for this planet, for this world, for humanity. That's what matters. That's where the gold is. That's where the light is. That's where the heart is literally and figuratively. And I worked on that. I worked on, you know, coming, becoming someone I'm proud of for who I truly am. Not, not for someone I'm proud of for like what I look like or these external things on a resume, on a piece of paper. It's who I truly am, which again, these, the things that you embark on and the things you experience, you accomplish are going to be your reflection of who you are on the inside, right? For sure. Of what you choose to embark in. But at the same time, like, so I guess like it's still an extension of that, I guess, an extension of who you are. But I just still mean like internally, like it doesn't need to only depend on what you're doing, your productivity of your pro. Oh my gosh, productivity, your accomplishments, etc. And I also think that's something that a lot of people overlook, which I kind of already touched on this too, which is like the ability to actually shift and grow you grow who you are as a person so you can grow into someone that you actually want to become because I feel like 
that's what also makes it so much easier for me to love myself is because I've cultivated someone that I love. I thought of someone who would I look up to? Who do I think is cool? Who would I admire? Who do I respect? Right? Who do I respect? And like, I kind of worked from there and evolved and, you know, put in the work and the effort to adapt and kind of a change and evolve into that person that I'm proud of. And I think when people don't realize that you have that power to shift who you are as a person and and change and expand and evolve, they feel stuck and they're kind of like, well, there's this person that I'm not super proud of. How am I supposed to love this person? Which again, trying to tread lightly here, I'm saying it over and over again. I'm not saying these, these, accomplishments determine your ability to love yourself but it makes it easier when you love who you are like truly love who you are not just like you know what I mean like you've you've become something that you love for what you are you know so that's something that really helped me as well just like finding that actual inner peace and true happiness and joy and fulfillment within is because I'm like I actually love who I am because I've also just I've kind of decided to be this person I've put in the work to become this person you know I was intentional to be this person I didn't accidentally get here I knew this is what I wanted to be about I knew this is who I wanted to become and those urges that we think are cool those things and people that we admire we have those urges for a reason those are our callings those are our nerd our nudges our urges to put in the work to evolve and grow you know go through that whole personal growth and personal development journey which I feel like is a huge 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 reason why we're here is to grow learn and adapt and overcome and expand who we are I feel like those things that we notice in other people that we admire are nudges for us to grow and embody those traits as well and of course like just meditation sitting with myself journaling affirmations like I always say those are such transformative practices and I can't say it enough and I know that sounds so cliche like every single foundational spiritual person's like just like journal but like I'm serious like sit with yourself and I don't want to like I'm not trying to you know sell you guys one way or another this has taken me years I don't say that to discourage you I don't say that to brag on my behalf of the work I put in I say that to be realistic this stuff takes time but it's so worth the time and that's the whole thing that I talk about it's not the process of when you be it's not when you become it's the process of becoming I'm still in the process of cultivating all of these things that I'm talking about and I will forever be in that process throughout life as we constantly refine and go through the process because that's what life is is a process it's not a destination it's not an end goal it's not a finish line right and so I just want you guys to like keep that in mind like this it is going to take time but it's so worth it and I just feel like because it's also discouraging to some people when they're like I've been journaling and I don't feel xyz like it's going to take time like you need to sit with yourself you need to spend time with yourself it's like the same thing when you meet a new friend you're not going to know everything about them and know completely understand them be able to finish their sentences read their mind after two months of friendship it takes years to get to know someone I think that's also kind of a disconnect with people it's like the same thing when I tell you you're developing a relationship with yourself you're developing a relationship with yourself like you would develop a relationship with your friend I always say be your own best friend it's gonna take time like that's what you that's I don't know what else other people like what else people expect like it's gonna take time to get to know yourself and I think just with being patient and like really truly showing up having your honest effort and enjoying that exploratory process of who you are and what you're about and what you like and what turns you on and what lights you up it's the most beautiful, expansive, exploratory journey that you'll ever be on and the most important one in life, in my opinion. And I feel like when you truly embark on that and come back to yourself and spend the time with yourself. Actually, this reminds me. I'm going to read you something I actually saw on Instagram, which said it perfectly, which I always think about. But basically just finishing this thought when you um, are able to sit with the, yourself, you're able to actually come up with your own 
opinions, thoughts, viewpoints that aren't dependent on what these other people are telling you. And like I'm saying, you're that aren't dependent on this external validation. And I feel like that practice gets you in the repetition and in the practice of being responsible for your own self-worth, your own mood, because you're the one saying so and not like living life just completely on defense mode and just consuming everyone else's thoughts that they're expressing, their own opinions, their own projections, right? Because you started your day, you've been cultivating a basis, a foundation within yourself of how I view my own self, that you won't be so susceptible and receptive and just like a sponge just soaking up all these other people's thoughts and opinions about you and about life that aren't even your own own that don't even know who you are that aren't in your own context you know what I mean so let me read this to you because I love the way she said it and I saved this guys I love this episode so much I really do because it's such an important topic so it says if you don't spend time getting to know yourself you'll end up absorbing everyone else's random and conflicting ideas about you Knowing who you are on a very deep and intimate level is the best way to protect yourself from internalizing, disempowering opinions from others. Like, thank you. That was amazing. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. So it's so powerful to sit with yourself um, to, you know, cultivate your own self-worth from within, knowing you're worth it just because you're you getting to know yourself for your heart space, for your soul, for your energy, like your energetic field and not what people are telling you, not, not because you can participate in your favorite hobby, not because you're good at football, not because you just got drafted into the NHL, not because you just got good grades, not because you're really pretty, not because you have a banging body, not because someone complimented your personality. Like you need to decide for you. And I really didn't realize how much this intertwines with the step into your power episode, but like when you just take control of your life and you decide who you are, who you want to be, how you want to show up, how you see yourself, what energy you're showing up with for the day, like that is when you're an unstoppable, strong, badass, powerful force that's just invincible and everything you touch just turns to gold because it's like you, you are just, you are in your power. You are the one on offense instead of the one on defense. Like if you want a stable foundation of joy, fulfillment, and unwavering sense of self, unwavering self-love, you need to stop placing your identity outside of yourself on external validation, external factors, on other people's opinions, and you need to recognize your own worth at your core. So with all that being said, the affirmation that I want to leave you guys with is I am deserving, worthy, and enough just because I am me. I am deserving, worthy, and enough just because I am me. All right, you guys, I absolutely love this episode. I actually didn't outline this as much as I normally do. And I think I like and so I was able to speak more freely and I really, really enjoyed it. And I think I'm going to do that more often. I feel like this episode flowed way better and I feel like I was able to just express everything that I wanted to say. I don't know. I just feel like I just am realizing this helped me to not write as an in-depth and detailed outline, which I feel like is what you learn in school when you're doing like a speech is to not, you know, get way too in-depth with it. But whatever. Anyways. I really loved this one. I really hope this was powerful and impactful for you guys and can help you kind of, of of course, shift that mindset like we want to do here on this podcast. So I'm sending you guys so, so much love. Thank you guys for watching and listening, depending on where you're seeing this or how you're consuming this. But I love you guys so, so much. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.